Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? All right, Tim. How's it going? Hey, Chad. Pretty good. Welcome, everybody, to the Hog Call Podcast. Good to have a week where we have a win, an SEC win. And we're going to a bowl, Chad, so I'm doing good. How about you? Hey, man, you can't be doing much better. You know we're going bowling. And look at what we had before this. Like, look at the years we had and the type of situations we've been in and where we're at now. We should be happy with just six wins. Like, that should be like, woohoo! we're happy, we're glad we got it, and we should be just jumping backflips and super excited because you know it's been a while right everybody a lot of people be like 2016 even though we were bowl eligible last year and uh the team we were supposed to play didn't play because they got COVID or whatever i mean that's not our fault that's still being bowl eligible but mm-hmm. uh i don't know man I, I you know i'm excited i think i think it's a good thing i hope we i hope we pull some more wins out you know i really kind of i'm expecting some more wins um, I really would like to see a win against LSU. Would really like to see a win against Alabama. But then you have LSU going in there and performing the way they performed against Alabama and that whole situation going into a night game. I mean, goodness gracious, you know, it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a tough game coming up. But hopefully hopefully we pull that out, right? Uh and we get that win. I mean, have we gotten a, a road win yet? Have we got an SEC road win yet? Maybe this is it. We have not. Yeah, we have. We have not this year. Uh, so it's a big opportunity. But yeah, like exactly what you're saying, Chad. It's a night game in Death Valley. LSU proved last week that they haven't given up on the season. Um, we were talking earlier today that they're they have us and did you say you maybe UL Monroe or somebody like mm-hmm. that that like they're I mean they're. Um, yeah, Louisiana Monroe, that's what it was. Yeah, Louisiana Monroe. So they've got chances to go to a bowl game. And it's obvious because cause a lot of t- if you see uh, some of the schools across the, the nation that's fired their coaches, mm-hmm. those coaches aren't coaching anymore. They're not coaching the rest of the season out. Yeah. Um, Coach O is. Mm-hmm. And he's animated. Uh, he's animated on the sideline. He's putting it all out there. He does love LSU. Mm-hmm. That's not, you know what I mean? That's yeah. He's giving it all uh, what Coach O can. Um, so he wants to win as many games as he can. 
Um, I like Coach O. I thought he did a good job down there. I thought he, I thought he put his heart and soul into the program. You know, when he went over to LSU and bombed out, I thought he did. Or not, I'm sorry, Ole Miss and bombed out. I thought he did pretty good over there too. You know, I thought, I thought, uh, you know, he was kind of cut short. You know, wasn't given a, the the full opportunity, uh, and that's that's tough. You know, when you get in that situation, and you, you know, you really can't blame either side, but you can see like there looked like there was some some potential. You know, there versus like Brett Bellamy or Chad Morris, where there's never any type of potential. Like everything always felt like it was going downhill or stagnant. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's 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 done a lot. I mean, I'm kind of honestly, I really hope they hope LSU screws up this hire. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a lot of talent down in LSU. They're going to keep getting good good talent. But as we kind of saw even before Saban with you know. Uh, Gary DiNardo and some of these some of these guys that weren't that great. It can happen where I mean, even before then, you didn't really think of LSU's just a, a powerhouse, but mm-hmm. uh, kind of Saban and uh, Miles had really good years, and then I guess Saban won a championship, Miles won a championship, no Coach O won a championship. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a coach that thinks they're going to win a championship too. But kind of looking at this season, Chad, I, I think it's a big opportunity. Yeah, yeah like I works, but I'm expecting more wins too. Mm-hmm. Well, I think. Two out of threes, I would be happy with taking two out of three. I would be happy yeah. eight and four season. Um, I'm not going to – I'm trying not to go on I here mean, I and predict. I think that's what I'm we not. said at the beginning of the yeah. year, right? That's what exactly we predicted. What we uh, and it might not have shook, shook up exactly, but it's shaking out that way so far. So, you know, will we will we be right? You know, will we be able to predict this thing? Who knows? I mean, we've gotten close more than we haven't every season. So – yeah, I, th- I think it, I think it's right there for the for the taking. But uh, you know, when off the bye week against Mississippi State, beating the Pirate for the for the second year in a row, um, facing some adversity in that game, but mm-hmm. kind of pulling it out and having a game winning drive, hell of a game winning drive by KJ, um, taking us down the field in that moment. Um, oh yeah, to put us put us in that situation. That was awesome. And I'm, I'm, but it's just. It could have easily lost and just been like, wow, we're... Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, here's the thing. I mean, what did we say? I told you guys that we had to have special teams perform and we had to have, you know, defense perform, we'd be all right. If just one of them, you know, got out there and did their thing, right? And they both had their issues, but they both performed well enough to recover for those, right? So, you know, I think you know, that's the reason we won the game. Exactly what we was talking about. You know, in the previous podcast leading up to the game. And, you know, it was like, who who's going to make the most mistakes, right? Uh, these coaches are like, you know, well, you know, they Mississippi State could have won and they beat themselves and this, that, and the other uh, in this game. You know, I mean, they got beat. You know, they got beat because they couldn't put the points on the board and we could. You know, they couldn't get their field goals. And we could, right? Um, we we went out there and, and did what we had to do uh, to move the ball up and down the field. And I felt like, you know, we had a touchdown taken away from us that was caught in the back of the end zone. His uh, knee wasn't even down when it was caught. He clutched it in and then drug his knee behind him in the end zone. I don't understand how that's not a touchdown. Like, it's, it's, it's across the goal line. You got possession of the ball, and your knee is down before it goes out of bounds. How's that not a touchdown? They said something about his knee was down. I'm like, that's football. Knee 
elbow. If it's down, it's a tackle. Right? If his damn knee's down, that's where he's at. That's where the ball stops. That's where progression of the ball stops. It was in the end zone. That's a touchdown. How is it not? Yeah, and it's college where you just need one in. You just need one foot, knee, leg in. And he had it in. And Burke's hands are so big, he got it. And then the continuation of the play, it's a touch. Well, the craziest thing is they didn't even review it. No. It was just like, it just happened like that. And I was like, oh, wait, 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 what, what? Yeah. And they're just moving on because... But, you know, in a situation like that, too, why are we not? Why didn't we challenge that? Why, why yeah, is that's, the, why that's is a the great, head coach not challenging? Why has he not got somebody up in the booth saying, hey, this hey. is a perfect opportunity. We got to challenge this, you know? And he doesn't He doesn't do that much. But that would be when you'd want, right? Yeah, that's what I'm That just washed over me when I was asking that for myself. It's like, wait, why didn't we challenge it? Mm-hmm. Did we challenge? It's like, wait a minute. Did we challenge the... Um, we the don't fumble, challenge yeah. a lot, much of anything, really, honestly. Uh, we haven't. I'm like, a big even, fan even of, of challenge. Dominic, yeah, the, the, the Dominic Johnson fumble in the first quarter, mm-hmm. uh, we didn't even challenge. I think that was just the refs. That was just a refs review. I don't think that was a, mm-hmm. uh, one of our challenges, anyways. I, yeah, that's that's one thing too. But so um, I'm not sure. You think? Well, you think Probably game management? You think game management coaching right there is a is an issue? You think they should be watching that? You know, ready to. To, to throw that challenge flag. I mean, surely you got somebody in the booth that's like somebody should. that somebody's in the booth that's like watching, you know, the replays and like, you know what I mean? You got to have somebody that's that's keying in on those things. Yeah, how many assistants, not even like the main assistants you see listed. How many how many GAs and uh other student assistants like that, that you have as soon as assistants you see like four any, GAs like, just somebody that's keyed in on, hey, somebody like tell somebody that's, yeah. Yeah. Four GAs, two student assistants, two interns. <laughs> that's how many college students you can get away with. And then you can open up the recruiting side of things and put them there. Then put your recruiting coordinator close to the football staff and just everybody trade off different tasks. Not supposed to do that, but, you know, it happens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, I don't know, man. I think the thing is, is that, like, we have to be able to get out here, you know, and get a win. And I think that, and, and I think LSU is a like a must-win situation. I know I've been saying this a lot this year, man. You've heard me say, like, this is a, a must-win. But every dang game is so tough for us. Every game. And we know we got the toughest schedule in the nation, and it's still damn surprising. I said it last week. I'm going to say it again this week. It's still damn surprising when you're watching the team you're fixing to play punch Alabama right in the mouth and just make the case for beating them. Should have beat them. Honestly, should have beat them. Like, there were coaching decisions that could have helped them win that game that didn't, you know, go the right way. And I don't know, man. Now yeah, we got to play them, you know, and you got Ole Miss who, you know, whipped the hell out of LSU. And you know probably Lane's going down there. You know that's the deal. Everybody knows it. Like, that's the big secret in the SEC. Nobody wants to talk about it. That's the elephant in the damn room is that Lane Kiffin is hauling ass to LSU. I don't think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to be uh, the, the A&M coach. I don't, I, don't think that's who's, I don't think that's who's going over there. I don't. I don't think Jimbo's going to do it. I think it's going to be Kiffin, man. I think that's 
that would probably be the best move. And whoever it is, if it's Jimbo or Kiffin, whoever they decide, it's going to be one of the two. But whoever they decide of the two that goes down there to LSU is going to probably win a national championship. But how much cheaper would Kiffin be? Right? Because Jimbo, what he went over there and took like one of the biggest like salaries ever. Do you really think LSU has the money to pay something like that? You know, I mean, I know they've been saving money with Coach O, you know. But do they have that kind of money? I mean. In the situation of buying, they had to buy out. Miles had to buy out. Now they're paying a buyout on Coach O. Jimbo's getting paid like $9 million a year. He's one of the highest paid besides saving mm-hmm. in the nation. I don't see. I, don't, I actually believe Jimbo. I know he's. A, uh, I actually believe Jimbo when he's talking about, no, I've got, you know, ranches here, all kinds of things. And like. Like, dude, he's making so much money. He's got the talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Texas town, I, I don't I don't see him. Now, Kiffin, I, I see going. And I wouldn't blame him. I don't think he's going to. You know, people can say, oh, that's just another jumping ship. It's like, ah, where would he go after LSU, though? You know what I mean? Like, that's with jumping that talent. Ship, I mean, you, you move up the ranks at work. If you ain't moving yeah. up the ranks at where you work, man, you need to go work somewhere else, right? Like, that's yeah. that's what you do. <laughs> And if, yeah. if you don't like the position you're at, you don't like the job you're at, get the next job. And if you're trying to be at the very highest level, you know, that's not LSU, but LSU is, you know, high. They're up there, you know. I mean, that's the last like, three coaches have won championships. They get the talent in the state of Louisiana. They do. It's incredible. So they do. Uh, that's definitely, it's a, it's a great job. It's a great job. So, like, why wouldn't you go there, right? Um just about anybody that's offered that job would go there. I mean, that's... Hell, a lot better than Ole Miss. My Lord. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, honestly. I mean, if you think about it that way, but still, man. So, I don't know. But we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But that's my guess. That's what I think is going to happen. I think it's either going to be Jimbo or Kiffin, but I think, you know, Kiffin's probably where... It, that's where the smart money is. That's just where it seems like that. that's who would go. So, would Coach O come up to the University of Arkansas for a coordinator position if we lost our coordinator like one of these Texas schools that's hiring over here? Because it looks like we might lose our DC or OC to one of these schools that's hiring. I would be I would be surprised, especially if we rip off two more wins like we're predicting. I would be surprised to keep both our offense coordinator and defense coordinator. I think I think that'd be, you know, that'd be a, probably a stretch, but. Pittman, you know, he, he just seems like the type of guy that's going to bring in the best available talent out there, you know, into those positions. And it's, it's going to be, you know, a wow factor higher. But that's what he's been doing, right? So, I don't know. Yeah, that's what, that's what Odom and uh, Kendall Browse were when they were hired. We talked about it on here. It's like, dang, those are really good. Uh, he wants good assistance. He says, you know, he gets a lot of credit to those guys um, mm-hmm. being the head coach. And he want, he's going to get somebody. Like, he's... He's like the people want to work for, and I think Coach O would fit in really well. If I think he's going to be away from the state of Louisiana, where he was a you know kind of a rock star, and mm-hmm. let you know kind of let things get to him or whatever. Uh, I guess is what they kind of say. I was like, I think being at Arkansas, getting another chance. I think, I think, I think he'd do really well, and I think our I think our recruiting classes on defense would be crazy good. I mean, I think they're doing him dirty. I'm just going to be honest. Like, he won a national championship in 2019. He got a divorce with his wife. So, it ain't none of your damn business what he's out there yeah. doing 
who he's out there running around with. You know, this ain't a Bobby Petrino situation. You know, it's totally different, right? And the players, well, said, and the players said all that. You know, all he brought his girlfriends in the practice is totally false. And that was all the players said. Nothing like that ever happened. Like that whole team's not gonna get together. Like that's a lot of people. Every, you know, all the players ain't gonna get together and and have that same same story for the coach unless they just love him that much and that even more you've done him yeah, even a, more dirty exactly. if they love him that much to protect him like yeah. that like who else is going to build that relationship with their players you know and then you fire him mid-year you know that seems you know but you don't fire him fire him you, you fire him but let him finish the year out which i guess is cool like if i was coaching a college football program and they were letting me go I'd like to know in the middle of the year if they'd already made the decision and, and yeah. finish that year out, if they were cool with that. Like, I would coach hard and try to win, you know. Um, but, goodness, I, it's just weird. The whole thing's weird, man. I don't know. Yeah, and it's, I mean, they just won a championship in 2019. Like, last year was a, uh, good Lord, crazy yeah, pandemic oh. year. And this, and this year um, – this year he's had just the, the, the amount of injuries he's had, mm-hmm. like of star players, not just, just the injury here, just normal football, like the amount of injuries he's had just that, like major, like preseason All-American guys at a lot of positions has been has been crazy. Mm-hmm. So, but that's, hope, that's what I'm thinking. I hope LSU screws it up, man. Hope they don't hire Tim, man. Hope they don't get Jimbo. I, hope, I don't know. I don't know who I'm, I just hope they screw it up, man. I don't want them to be. I really don't want them to be good, man. I just, or I just want us to have the chance to overtake them in the West. And it starts uh, a couple of days from now. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're gonna we got this game, we got this game coming up, you know, and I'm excited for it. I really am. Um, golly, but I mean, it is what it is. I mean, that's that's the land that that's. That's the landscape of things, I guess. I, I don't know. Maybe we should look at this uh, Mississippi State game and get in on the uh, stats and stuff on that. What do you think? Yeah, I, I don't know. We kept. Tell, I guess we're, I think we're just so excited about LSU. We got we got talking about LSU, then we went to Mississippi State, and all of a sudden we got back to LSU. I think so. there's. I just felt like there's all these offshoot stories that yeah, just kind of interweave I'm, together that you gotta out. Son of a gun. That you got yeah, like season. put together in a package, you know. And, and yeah, the and, season's far from over. Like we're in the like we got a couple games left plus the bowl game. This is big time. This is where my goodness, like the first couple years of this podcast, we we're by this time in the year we were like the first year we did the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Morris's first year. I mean we were like, we're we're just not gonna we're gonna win an SEC game. And second year by this point we had fired Morris. And then last year uh, we went on that losing streak. I like we like it was. We were still like, hey, we're we've won some SEC games. What a weird year! And, yeah. Um, but now, like we're in the middle. I mean, we're we're out here and we're moving up. A week ago, we we're in the bottom of the SEC West. We have a chance to be three and three after the end of this week, and be, you know, move up to like third in the West. Or you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we went from so uh, big chances to. A lot, a lot to play for the rest of the season. No, I agree. I think what I hope that coach understands is the magnitude of the LSU game and how, like, it was moved from the day after Thanksgiving to, you know, this weird, you know, game we're having now. 
And like, he needs to understand like the boot is, you know, is a major thing. Right. And like, he needs to go out there and get it. You know, like, that's what I want to do. I want to bring, I want to bring the boot home. I want it. I want it. And, uh, it's, it's time to do that. Right. It's, it's just kind of, it's how we roll. Um, and they're having a, do- a down year. So it's a good year for us to kick them, kick them while they're down, you know? Yeah. If we're going to, if we're going to win in death Valley, this is a good year to do it. But yeah, coach Pittman, um, I, I, I saw something like, I think it was, maybe it was the post in the locker room. Maybe they showed a clip of it post Mississippi state when they were like talking about the, it wasn't just two B's. Maybe it's three B's, but I'm think, forgetting a third. But he was talking about, we, we've been talking about this. Talking about a bowl game in the boot. You know, so he's, he knows even after last week, he's like, we've got the boot to play for uh, next week. So I, I think it's important to us. And, man, I want it. It's been since 2015. Yeah, it's time. It's time to bring the boot home. You know, it really is. That's too long. Too long. Heaviest trophy in, you know, football, so. I'm excited, man. <laughs> that is a big bastard. <laughs> nice, beautiful girl, too. The little bit. The bitch. Um, yeah, it's a, you know, Mississippi State game, I mean, it started off. Uh, Our defense looked good. Seemed like that's we were able to the game. Really yeah, well. that's first. Yeah. First two drives, three and outs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was just like, wow, okay, they're not gonna be able to move on us. Uh, our we were moving up and down the field. And now we just settled for field goals and we got a touchdown. We were up three nothing, and you really felt like, man, we're gonna win this game thirty to nothing. It really looked that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so they get a touchdown at the end of the first half, but a lot of that first half we were just moving on them, and uh, but you knew Mississippi State wouldn't. Probably Mike Leach offense wasn't going to go down like that, especially what they've done. Or the week before with Will Rogers throwing all over the place. And he just kept, even with, you know, no rush on him. Like, we only, you know, uh, rushing three guys. He was finding, picking us apart a lot of the day after those first couple drives. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and it was, you know, you, you had the, you know, the, we had like some interceptions and things, uh, some stuff that, you know, we thought like, Oh, this is going to be a, you know, more of a lopsided game. And then it like spiraled. Like we lost control. It felt like, like we didn't keep our foot on the gas. Um, or, you know, it's like something happened. Right. And then, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to catch up. We got, we got a damn back and forth and it's like, how'd this happen? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it felt like to me. And we, in that first half too, we had, uh, a lot of penalties in the first, only had three penalties in the second half, but a lot of penalties in the first half. So we kept shooting ourselves in the foot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but real quickly, first quarter, you know, we get, we get the ball first, drive it. Well, maybe get a first down or two, but then we have to punt, you know, they go three and out, we get the ball back. Uh, we drive it down. Mm-hmm. Little hits a 46 yard and field goal. Nice 46 yarder to get us up. We take the points. They go three and out again. We get the ball back. We drive down the field. Dominic Johnson um, uh, for the touchdown. The next play. So what did they do the next play? Johnson did had a damn good game. Man, he was running all yeah, over the damn place. Yeah, he had, he had a really good game. Um, he was zipping all around then, the dang field, man. He looked real good. Yeah, and that 
man, uh, even coming into the game, he's averaging like seven, eight yards a carry. And so mm-hmm. finally they were like, even though the depth chart we looked at last week, depth chart still left <laughs> Traylon Smith as the starter running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tommy Johnson is obviously. And you said uh, something about that. You did. Yeah, because we were talking. I was like, man, he's, how good he was looking. And just like the game before against UAPB and other games too. But mm-hmm. UAPB, I know he's like six rushes for like 90 yards. And he just had ridiculous amount of, um, uh, you know what I mean, uh, yards mm-hmm. per carry. You know, they run Burks too in that first quarter. Let's see, what is it? Okay, that drive. So Mississippi State's driving in the first quarter. We start the second quarter. Uh, we get an interception. Morgan down at the R end of the field. Um. So that's a good. We get the, but then the very next drive. So we're up. We're up ten nothing at that point. The very mm-hmm. next drive. Um. See Jefferson rush four yards. Then we get a sack and then a short little play. And so we go three and out that next. We don't take advantage of the interception. That's where we just did not. We needed to put the foot on the pedal like you were talking about mm-hmm. and take control of that. When we get a turnover and stop that the Mississippi State's offense again because you know they're going to eventually put up some points um, and we just couldn't do anything with it there. And part of it was all these damn penalties. Man, it's yeah. unnecessary roughness penalties and holding mm-hmm. penalties. Mm-hmm. False starts and just everything you can think of, man. Uh, I mean, the the the... Either the refs are penalty happy or the players are just not very disciplined. I don't know. I thought, I mean, I thought there were some of them were penalties, but I thought like a lot of them were bullshit. Yeah. Is that like, am I right there? Like, it felt like some of the penalties were not cool, man. Like, we're not kosher. We're not good. Like, we're not like in good faith. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm blaming the refs, I guess. That's what everybody was saying. <laughs> blaming the refs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it happens. I know Mississippi State State fan. I'm sure they were mad about that holding call at the end, but I'm going to take it. Um, yeah, well, the the one that really got me was that passenger uh, at the end of the first half that kept Mississippi State's play, the drive going, with nine seconds left. Mm-hmm. I guess they were a little early, but we did intercept the ball to stop them again. I really, um, but that was another. So, they, so we kick it off, and then they drive down the field on us, and they miss the field goal. Their kickers were zero for three. Uh, yeah, um, they were horrible, awful. He said he's having open tryouts. Oh, Leach, yeah. this week, open tryouts, man. Letting other like letting students on campus give yeah. kicking a shot. Yeah, how about Leach? Leach, how about you find some kickers? How about you find somebody that can coach your kickers? How about that? That is ballsy, though, to say, like, these kickers suck, and I'm going to open up tryouts to the (laughs) campus to see if I can get somebody better than you in here, and that's how bad I feel like you suck right now, and I just want to let you know that. Oh, yeah, right after the game. And, like, some people were like, oh, you know, it's not cool what he's doing, and I don't like it, and this, that, and other. Hey, you're getting your college education paid for. You're an adult. You're not a child anymore. You're going to the university or Mississippi State. You're going to the Cal College on their dime. So, you know. He signed up to play for Leach. He's a dick. That's what he is. He's, that doesn't shouldn't surprise anybody. Yeah. So if he, you know. If he wants to do and it. He's he right. Do it. They're terrible. I mean, 0 for 3. Like, missing like that one, 23 yards, no good. 
Like I can't say I wouldn't open up tryouts to the student population. I don't think it's a bad idea. What if he got somebody that was better? What if a soccer player walked in there and was like, oh, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, just like I can kick it to him. I mean, give me a shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> so they missed the field goal. We go down there. And then nice little, uh, using Sanders a lot. Um, Traylon Smith, too, on that drive. Really good. We completed a short little pass to – no, we completed two passes. So utilize Rocket Sanders in the passing game on that drive. Mm-hmm. Two catches for – about thirty or for thirty yards there, then we kind of run him and Traylon Smith, and we get down, stalls out, uh, but we kick little kicks a field goal, so we're up thirteen nothing. Little's a weapon right there. We're getting points when we get down there. You got to so give a little credit too nothing. for going out there and hugging that poor old bastard when he missed that last kick. I was crying on the field oh. and stuff, man. Oh. So that was like the empathetic thing to do, right? Like it wouldn't have been right. cool if. He had ran out there and like did the triple X like, oh yeah, to him. <laughs> like that. Like everybody had frown on that. Like, why'd you do that, Chad? I mean, little. Like that's what you get. <laughs> You've lost. <laughs> I'm the better kicker. Look at me. I'm gonna kick yeah, that one. Hold up. this. Hold this ball. Hold this ball. I mean. Oh, yeah. oh man, man, uh, he did. He did the right thing going out there and hugging that kid and stuff. I'm just saying, most folks wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. Of course, I'm sure it's a lot easier to do that when you've just won. You've kicked three field, long field goals. Mm-hmm. Of course, he did miss one in the fourth quarter. It didn't come back to bite us, but he did miss one. But he hit those first three, man, two 40 yarders and. A 50-yarder that fans were yelling about and saying, mm-hmm. oh, what are we, you know what I mean? And he knocked it down. So, really a weapon, though, when he can hit, hit like that for a true freshman. I mean, he's going to be a weapon the next couple of years. I hope, man. I mean, I had – I think he'll be a good kicker. Yeah, I mean, he's he was a, a good kicker this year, but I thought we were getting an elite kicker. You know, that's what I was – like, that didn't miss any. But – that's that's hopeful, man. That's like that's ridiculous to, you know. Want he had missed an extra point. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it out loud. Oh shit, man! Well, shoes kicker. I saw a stat today. He's made like 111 straight extra points. Like damn, pretty good. Uh, All right, yeah, what's so, the score in this game, man? Let's get back to it. So, so they yeah. So we take that 13 nothing lead. Three minutes left. And they just drive on us, man. They they worked us really good with short uh, time situations. Mm-hmm. Take it, of course, that third and 12, we intercept the ball, but they call pass interference on Slusher. Um, didn't really look to me like pass interference. Looked like a good defensive play. Yeah. They called it, gave them another chance, and they scored a touchdown. So it's 13-7 to at halftime. And Rodgers um, is out there slinging around. Yeah, he is. Will he's Rogers. In, he's in the group. Yeah, Will, Will Rogers is. Slinging his six shooter all around the field, yeah. man. I don't know. You got to figure out some sort of a Western analogy for Will <laughs> Rogers throwing the ball. But he he was he was he was looking good. He was in the groove, man. He was doing what he needed yeah. to do. And you're live. You're at the you're at the uh, game. You know. 
Yeah, Hog Hall was there in person, and uh, oh, that's frustrating, man. When quarterback just picks you apart, you just see the wide open guys. Like, where's our guys, man? Because we were playing. I mean, like we were only rushing three guys. It's not like we were just blitzing a whole bunch and just like, okay, well, that's why. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we're up thirteen. You know, thirteen to nothing felt good, and then thirteen to seven didn't. It's just, just right there at the end of the half, too. You know what I mean? Just oh like, yeah, man, it's be a blowout. Um, yeah, but. well, you're hoping to get a shutout, man. And all year, man, it's like you're teased by the defense for the first oh, yeah. couple quarters. It like we're gonna get a shutout this time, and then it's like, nope. It's like, why? Why? Like, why didn't you just play like you played that last quarter the entire game? Why the hell did you? Dropping the four deep coverage, and, it, and it's <laughs> I, and I and I like uh, I like you know getting Sanders and Traylon Smith in there in the second quarter, but Dominique Johnson has no zero carries that second quarter. Like no wonder we couldn't drive the ball. Dominique Johnson's got the hot hand right now, and you just take him out the entire, not just for a drive or two, every possession. Um, but all right, so they get the ball. They get the ball to start the third quarter. What do they do? I mean, they go right down, and uh, you know what they're going to do? They're going to pass it. They couldn't run the ball on us. Mm-hmm. They go right down there and just uh, one, two, three, four, five, six straight completions or seven straight completions on that drive. Well, yeah, well, mm-hmm. eight straight completions. Had even their damn quarterback, who I said didn't run, actually got a run for a first down. Um, yeah, and that, that was, was a well. funky looking. Well, was, that was a funky looking run, man. It yeah, didn't look natural. Yeah. Um, On TV, anyway. No, it didn't. He, he's, that's, there's a reason why old Will Rogers don't run. But they take the lead, man. Just like, you went from 13 nothing feeling taking the control of that first half mm-hmm. to just bam in a couple minutes of game time. Yeah. Um, and, that, and that drive, I mean... Well, it worries you. You know, they're coming right out of the half and they're attacking you like that. And they're, you know, all of a sudden they found the different holes in the defense and they're hitting it well with the passing game. And, uh, you know, there's obvious adjustments that were made at halftime to correct some of the situations they were having at the beginning of the game. And now you're thinking, like, can we win this game, you know, or have we, you know, has that you know, coaching shift has that adjustment, you know, is it going to be good enough to beat us? Are we, are, is our defense going to be able to adjust to that, you know, while playing mid game, right? Um, which is much harder. So it's just worrisome. Yeah. It's just worrisome whenever they can adjust to you after half like that, you know? Yeah, that happened too. It seemed like that happened in the Auburn game mm-hmm. uh, as well. I mean, I know Auburn kind of took a lead at first against us, but then we kind of we got in rhythm there for a while, and then then Auburn, you know, just like oh, they made made some adjustments, kind of figured us out, and I I kept worrying, okay, that, you know what I mean? Like, wow, we we had this chance, we blew it, mm-hmm. um, missed opportunities and penalties to get us, and um, that didn't happen. But next play, you know. Uh, we just run it. We heck of a drive. Get down to the thirty-three, though. Um, you know, we have to settle for a fifty-one-yard field goal, but we do take the lead there. Uh, and then next play or next drive, 
Mississippi State drives down a little bit, has a big pass play, field goal, miss another field goal. We get the ball back. We drive down, and then kick field goal. KJ right? Burke. Uh, that next one, we get a touchdown. Hits Burks on that slant. He takes it up, and we take the 23-14 lead, and you're like, all right, here we go. You know, you got a nine-point lead with, um, oh, at that point. Uh, okay, well, yeah, I'm trying to find out how much time's left, but um, well, pretty much start of the half, <laughs> or start of the quarter, but you, know, you felt pretty good with that with that big, with that nine-point lead, couple possession lead mm-hmm. at that point. Well, yeah, but it didn't, it didn't hold for very long, and they drive down and get another touchdown. Yeah, yeah. So we're up twenty-three, twenty-one. Um, next play, and here's where uh, we drive down. We're still up two at this point, but Smith's you know, running the ball much better at this point in the game too. I mean, we gotta like yeah. just recognize that that the running game has shifted. To Smith and he he has fresh legs at this point and he's running the ball better at this at this point in the game and you know I like that I like having that two headed monster right I like being able to wear somebody's legs out and get somebody else in there with fresh legs while the defense is tired and worn out yeah it seems that like exactly what you're thinking I was thinking that uh, during the game as well like whoa now we bring in somebody that hadn't um, that's fresh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, not giving the ball to somebody that's had 30, 30 carries by that point and it's kind of worn out or doesn't have his whole, uh, all of his energy. But you yep. got, you got a uh, couple have guys it. in, you had Sanders in there and you got three running backs really capable of hitting them three mm-hmm. at any point. But, you know, okay, so then uh, we drive down and falls uh, out and. Arch uh, is little. just ridiculous this whole game, though. I, I got yeah, he, I got he was, right. he's the second leading rusher. He's the second leading rusher. <laughs> and some of those weird gadget things that don't work on a lot of these real good teams we play, like, you know, like when we play Bama, like it probably wouldn't be yeah. good to do these gadget plays. But they were, like, working in this game. It was it was fun to watch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They were definitely definitely bringing out some different things. Off the bye week, uh, that was that was working and throwing some. Man, I wish they had hit there. that first play, man. Yeah, I, th- I, I thought that was it. Didn't happen, but I thought it was a good play, man, because it probably surprised I'm everybody. Sorry to bring man. up the first play this late game, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You're you're exactly right, man. I I liked it when it came. I was like, I know it didn't work out, but and we ended up getting a first down. Uh, at least that that first. Uh, first couple uh, uh downs or whatever but uh-huh. like I, I really like that man i thought that was pretty good and he threw it where it wasn't going to get intercepted you know what i mean it threw it where only barks is going to be able to get it um all right so we're we're down a little misses it and they come down and score a touchdown they take the lead 28 23 uh about what uh, our drafts uh, they take they've been dry i mean they've taken time of possession that happened the first Touchdown of the first or the second half to just take a big long and they're not running the ball. They're just short little pass all over, just milking that clock. So we got we're down twenty eight twenty three, uh, with two minutes and twenty two seconds left. And just um, classic classic drive from KJ. 
some really good pass plays called. Trey Knox from the tight end position. Only getting four or five yards, but getting first downs off these. Big out of that position. Burke's a big catch. Dominic Johnson, big runs, of course. Um, and then, you know, fourth down and one. And we pass it, and uh, uh, Burks gets held. We get a second chance. Jefferson, another... Uh, well, I love the, the second and four play. Uh, Jefferson's rolling around, escapes, escapes mm-hmm. pressure, and gets the first down run. And then Dominic Johnson... Uh, close it out, and we hit that two point with Dominic Johnson too, uh, to get up by three points. Mm-hmm. And of course, and I said, that, I said, like we've lost a bunch of two points. We've missed a bunch. We're gonna hit this one. We're due. <laughs> we we're are. only forty percent. You only hit it forty percent of the time, and we're due this one. I said it before they ran the damn play, and we it hit did. it, and I was right. So <laughs> don't run a damn two point play against the rest of the year unless you have to seriously man we had to at that point because yeah golly, 21 seconds left mississippi state just and just torched us to get a position we got lucky there but yeah man i mean they we should have hit that field goal you know and they didn't hit it and then, and then they lost so, i mean special teams lost it for them you know Boo-hoo. That's happened a lot to us. Boo-hoo. Exactly. There you go. Fix it. Yeah, we, that ain't my problem. A win's a win's nope. a win. That's the SEC. Good luck next week. Yeah. Got your ass whipped. Yeah. Hell of a game. Uh, we got out of there with a win. Just a, another Mississippi State game. But we it's should have. Over. I mean, let's just be clear. Just, just, just wanted. I just want to be absolutely clear. I'm going to make sure our fan base understands this. We were robbed a touchdown that we did not challenge that would have been given to us, which would have took us up in this game to 38 to 28. Now, we can say 37-28. She probably ain't going for two, right? 37-28, which is a hell of a lot easier win, right? Um, So, I don't know. I feel like there's a touchdown that's not on the board that should be on there on this game. Oh, yeah, I agree, and I feel like, uh, but came out with the win. It, uh, yep. That's SEC. Golly, SEC football's tough. <laughs> and then you watch, you watch that LSU game, and you think LSU's going to get fucking hammered. This is going to be a, you know, bloodbath. They're going to run through them, and they just go over there and lock horns and just hang in there and lead the game and all kinds of stuff man they had chance after chance to win chance after chance it's crazy i mean that's they held alabama to six rushing yards Mm, mm, mm. and lsu's not been good against the run all year but against bama six rushing yards that entire game in bama if just coach Pittman wins this game you need to understand that he is going to be 500 on the year on his coaching career. It's going to be 10 and 10 on his coaching career. Like, you know that's got to be weighing in his head. You know that's got to be like, golly, you know. Like, that's a that's a spot where you want to be. You don't want to be, you don't want a losing record. Mm-mm. You know, point six, okay. 
I'm good with that as a coach. You know, but you got to be above .5 or at, or at .5, the very, very least, right? So, I mean, it's a huge game for him. Like, this is a huge game as a coach. It's a huge game for him. Yeah, that's all I feel bad that last year was his all SEC, 10 a game SEC schedule was his first year, but then he would have probably beat TCU last year in the bowl game. Mm-hmm. I would hope to tough him out there but this is big him climbing back in that like get to 500 and never look back yeah even against bama uh i mean we might <laughs> beat Bama. look here's the thing man if you see the way lsu plays bama and you watch that game and you understand that bama's playing hard and they're having issues and you watch that a&m game they're playing hard but they're having issues this is not the Alabama that we've seen in the past. And Coach O said that. He said they're not as good as they have been previously. They may be the best team in the nation, but they're not as good as they have been previously. So, you know, who's to say if we beat a team that almost beat Alabama and beat a team that did beat Alabama, that we cannot beat Alabama? We absolutely can. And it wouldn't be a stretch to say it. If we win this week and we call the Alabama game and say we think the University of Arkansas is going to win, that's not a stretch at that point. Just want to clear that. Up. Yeah, Coach O's right. They're not as good as they have been. They're not, definitely not as good as they were last year. Um, and then the week, like you said, we beat A and M. We beat A and M, smacked them around on a neutral field. It would have been even worse if we wouldn't have lost KJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, the way it was looking, um, just I just don't see how Bama and Bama's playing to get back in that playoff hunt. I mean, mm-hmm. they're still in the top four or whatever, but they haven't just like haven't really looked great. Or, I mean, they've looked good, but uh, I mean, they've beat some teams really bad. Forty-eight points, so on and so forth. But when you yeah. have that much trouble with an LSU team that's not even bowl eligible. At, at this home, point yeah. in the year, at the at the end of the damn year, right? Like, come on, man. You're you're not. It's not your best year, and you got beat by A and M. Are they even bowl eligible yet? Did they finally get? Did they get six wins? I don't even. I don't have a damn clue. I think so, man. A and M's A and M's been. Uh, Would they go on a win streak after we beat them? Yeah, no. Texas tried. Texas went on a win streak after we beat them and then got their ass beat for a few more games. Oh, yeah. Boy, that, was, that was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, ain't him 7 and 2 right now. Good lord. Damn. Yeah, they play AM and Ole Miss this weekend. I won't be able to watch it. That same game as our game. Man. Think about if we well, had just beat Mississippi State right after the, they beat after we beat them. Good. If if we had not gone for two in that Ole Miss game and went in overtime and used the strategy that Coach Pittman said he was going to use during the game of wearing them out and won that game instead of abandoning it and trying to win it all by going for two, we would also be seven and two right now. That's crazy, man, to even think about, like. <laughs> oh. 
And that's a, just a direct coaching situation. I only say that. not to, I'm not saying that to down Pittman. I'm really not. I'm saying that to show how good our team is. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the top-notch quality team we have. is a, We have a really good football team this year. Chance to get seven this weekend. Seven and three will be good, man. Seven and three sounds good. Um, I got for LSU. Um, yeah, they lost four out of five, man. And I'm pretty sure they probably don't want to lose five out of six. Um, you know, they played really physical, motivated against Bama. Six thirty night game. My goodness, they're two and two at night this year. Two and one in the day. In the past decade, they're forty three and seven at night, but eighteen and one in the daytime. But you gotta assume the eighteen and one in daytime is because they're playing McNeese State. You know what I mean? In eleven a.m. three o'clock games. Forty three and seven at night. That's ridiculous. Yeah. 18 and 1 at home or in daytime. You do know we got the number one rushing attack in the SEC. Fourth in the nation, too, man. Yeah. Just saying. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, as opposed to LSU, who's. Just guess what their rush offense They always have. They always have pretty. That's right. What do you think their run offense is this year? What, like guess. in the nation? Uh, yeah, yeah. Twenty third, hundred and sixteenth. Wow. And that's including wow. a game where they set the Florida record. Uh, they had what? Oh, the 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 um, uh, damn it! Oh, the the running back, the running back Ty Davis Price. He had one hundred four yards versus Bama, which is pretty good. He had 287 yards versus Florida this year, set an LSU record. Oh, so wow. They, and they, so they rushed for 300-something against Florida, and they still are 116th in the nation in rush off it. That's crazy. That's crazy for But we're going crazy. into this game with the – we're going into this game with the best third-down defense in the nation. Man. Like we're, we're, we're still holding it down, man. And we were talking we about this last them, week. We were talking about this yeah. last week, man. That's big. If we, get, if we get offenses to a third down, that's a pretty good chance we're going to stop them. It's just it seems like when they just get pretty good plays on first or get a short yard situation on second down, we're not going to stop them. But mm-hmm. if we get them to third down, we're pretty we we kind of we kind of stand up and stop. Them. I like that. Um, Tradeline Burks will get his 30th catch in this game if he catches the ball, too. That's it? He's only got 30, or 29 so far this year? Consecutive catches. Oh, 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 game. Like Every game. Oh, It's a lot, That's dude. pretty good. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is a lot. Not one game where he's just been held in check. 29 in a row. So you know number 30's coming, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, KJ's 64% passing percentage. 
1,848 yards, 16 touchdowns, only three interceptions. Dude, think about this, man. This is crazy. Burks is one of three with 20, with, uh, uh, with a reception every game with a minimum of 20 games. So how many are there with 30? You know that number trickles off. There's only yeah, three yeah. that's gone to 20. How many's gone to 30? <laughs> like, when is it? When does he break the record on this? He's get, He's got to be getting close at this point, right? Got to be. Wouldn't that be cool? That'd be a cool record to break, man. That's wild. We got two ball carriers of 400 yards. Smith and Sanders. KJ. Golly. And Johnson, too. And Johnson. Yeah, we got four of them. Oh, my four. God. I didn't think Johnson was going to be in there because he's been cut head and subbed in as much as I thought he should. Good Lord. Four ball carriers. I can't believe Jefferson's you... got 400 something yards. <laughs> yeah, that rush offense is crazy. You know with Pittman they're going to run. But that's, that's, that's awesome. Y'all thought Belmo was going to run the ball. <laughs> well, he did when we had Pittman. <laughs> As though line coach. Once he left. Man. It's wild, man. I don't know, man. What do you think about this team, man? About this LSU team? I mean, you know, I mean, it's a well, typical LSU team. They got hosses up front, you know. Everybody's 320, and you know what I'm saying? 350, 325, like big old boys, right? So they got a nice size line, and they're, you know, I don't know. They got good wide receivers. I feel like their quarterback is probably their weakest link on the on the team right now, offensively. Yeah, I, I haven't been impressed with them all year, and he's he's still like he's third in the SEC in like yards and passing touchdowns. But I just hadn't. Uh, of course, they've thrown it quite a bit. You know what I mean? Um, he's thrown it a hundred more times than KJ, and he's only got a couple more touchdowns, a little bit, a couple hundred more yards. Mm-hmm. Um, they've lost their big, but a lot of those came with the. Uh, they lost Keyshawn Butte, who was one of the best. You know, he was going to be an All American wide receiver. He had nine touchdowns, five hundred yards before he went out. Mm-hmm. Um, really good in the lineage of LSU receivers. Really good. He's not playing the rest of the year. Um, the offense doesn't impress me again. Like I talked about, the 116th in the nation, and we've got four running backs that's got 400 yards. They you, haven't even. I think they barely eclipsed the thousand for the year so far. And you got to think that stat, you know, the being the best, you know, the the third uh, passing, right? That's not that impressive when you're trying to catch up to win games. It's not yeah, that impressive exactly. when you're slinging it down the field out of desperation. Exactly. Yeah, that's and that's what they've done a lot. And uh, you were asking what I was like, well, before the Bama game, I didn't really think of them. You know what I mean? Um, and even uh, like they started the season off. First one of the first impression, lasting impression is losing at LSU that uh, game that first weekend. Um, L- uh, UCLA just ran all over them. Mm-hmm. Just and UCLA has not had a good year. I thought that was the game was like, damn, maybe Chip Kelly's turned UCLA around. Maybe this third or fourth year, whatever he's in. Uh, they have not been good this year. Um, 
then they beat McNeese, Central Michigan, whatever, and then go at Mississippi State, beat them by three. Um, then that Auburn game, I really think Auburn was struggling at the time, um, and they let. Now we lost to Auburn too, so I can't really say anything. But mm-hmm. uh, they get blown out versus Kentucky, and that was really something. I was like, wow, they're sitting at three and three. The, you know, Coach O was on the hot seat, and then they come around and beat. They had a big lead versus Florida in that game. Uh, Florida uh, comes back a little bit, but they still beat them. It's like, okay, they got some fire, and then they lose to Ole Miss by a couple touchdowns. But then the fire, I'm really surprised at that Bama result. I just really, uh, on the road mm-hmm. in Tuscaloosa. So it just makes me like, well, okay. So I know they're talented, obviously. If I'm going to say which team is the University of Arkansas the most like, it's Mississippi. University of Mississippi. I feel like we are doppelgangers, right? Um, so, yeah, I can see a score like that. I can see that happening, right? I can see us going in there and handling business. Now, if we, you know, mess up and, and have a hard time, it could wind up like that Florida game where we're just, you know, trying to pull it out at the end. You know, I mean, it's it's a tough game. It really is. But at the same time, like you feel like like you got an opportunity here. And I think when you look at the teams that like look like ours, like the makeup of the teams, Mississippi you know, Ole Miss is probably the closest to our makeup, you know, as as other teams with a great quarterback and you know what I'm saying? Just kind of the way they sure. run their offense and and everything right now, it's it's very much like our offense. Um so you know, can we go out there and hang some points on them? That's the question, right? Can we put it on them? Uh, they got a bad de- defense. Old Miss does. And I feel like we have a better defense than they got. You know? Uh, so. And LSU only scored 17 against Old Miss. Mm-hmm. Put up 50. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's true. So, it's just not one of the best LSU teams. It's just, it's just an advantage. It's a time to take advantage. It's either put up or shut up about getting the this year. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I'm I'm excited for it. I hope I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah, because I mean, look, they got to beat us, and they got to beat Louisiana Monroe to go to a bowl game. And you know they're then they play number eleven Texas A and M. So you know they're coming in gunning. They're trying to get to a bowl game, right? Oh yeah. Our our job is to you know hit them in the mouth. And, and beat them down quicker than they can do it to us. And then you got Louisiana Monroe. Then you got the you know Texas A and M for them. But I mean, look, here's the thing: if we whip your ass, you still got a chance, man. Like we beat A and M. If we whip you, you might be able to beat A and M. You know, you got close to beating Bama. A and M beat Bama, so you might be able to do it. I doubt it. Probably not. But you might. You still got a, you still got an opportunity. Well, apparently, so, I mean, there's if no they took, reason. If they, all I'm saying is, there's no reason for them to come out and like give it their all. It's not like their Super Bowl. It's not like the most important game for them. That would be this A and M game. Yeah. Well, apparently that's that's the rivalry. I mean, they did take us and LSU off the day after Thanksgiving game because they believe. LSU and A&M's rivalry, so that's the one they're going to be really looking at. You know they're going that's to be not a rivalry, man. Well, that's what the SEC said, putting it them the day after Thanksgiving. 
Um, but it's like, is 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 uh, LSU going to be excited to play in the um, what's the? I'm Were they at the think. Cotton Bowl the, or something? Jerry World. Oh well, I mean they're not going to be. I'm talking about the in the bowl game. If they get to the oh, bowl no. game, they're going to be playing in the Liberty Bowl. They're going to be excited for that. Two years removed from being one of the best teams. You know what I mean? <laughs> Winning championship. They're going to be excited for the Texas Bowl playing. Um, playing. I don't know who the hell. I don't know who I'm thinking of. Well, they <laughs> you know better I mean? be. Like, That'd be the game they're playing. They damn better be excited for it. Excited. I mean, at least they got something. At least they didn't get well, nothing. That's not how it works out for those teams. Lots of bowl games are weird. Like we're gonna be excited for it, but still, So are they gonna be that fired up about being six and six, seven and five? I'm just hoping, man. I'm sure they'll be fired up. Seems like they're playing for. To give Coach O as many wins as he can. Here's the thing, man. Maybe Coach O will come in this game and just lay it down, man. Just to be like, fuck it. I'm done. I did yeah. my best against Bama. I didn't beat them. I really don't care anymore. I'm just going to eat some cheeseburgers and let you guys take these last few games, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I've had enough, man. What am I doing? <laughs> I've already talked to Bama. I'm going up there after the... End of the year. Just throw this one game. <laughs> well. Let's start a rumor. You know, they got that same damn defense. I mean, when we look at their defense, I mean, it, and uh, or whatnot, they got the same damn defense uh, that everybody else has right now with that little three-man front and the four linebackers. and You know, they switch that up a little bit more than we do, but you know, they still run that a lot. You know, they do go to a four-man front every once in a while. Uh, but, uh, so, I mean, that's what we're, you know, that's what you're looking at, you know, seeing mostly against them. And, you know, I, you know, they got, <clears throat> they got a lot of um, young guys, man. Freshmen and sophomores, you know, at the, uh, even juniors, you know, at the, uh, at the defensive level. So they don't have a lot of like, you know, older guys that have been there for a long time that really have a good grasp on how the defense is, is run and all that kind of good stuff. They're, they're young guys. And you know, when you're starting young guys like that, you know, that you got some issues, man, you know, and you look at the depth and the depth is the same way, you know, the depth is all freshmen and so on and so forth. So it's like, you know, you got some issues. You do not, you did not, have the depth you needed the last couple of years, and now like you're having some issues on your defense, right? I mean, that's the way I look at it. Oh yeah, I mean, and that let's see, they've started started six freshmen, played eighteen true freshmen on the defensive line. They lost Allie Gay, Andre Anthony's big big losses. Uh, they lost their All American uh, defensive back Derek Stingley. So they've lost uh, Jay Ward's pretty good in the second. Team. He's also blocked a couple of field goals in his career, but mm-hmm. you know they're really young. They're going to be. Um, well, they're, they're not talented, bad players. They're, really they're talented, really good players. They're just young players. They don't, you know. We saw that. We looked at. We, we dealt with some years where we knew we were going to have problems because of the you know the age of our players and not having the depth, and that's what they're going through right now. And it, I mean, and it's still again. How the hell did they hold Alabama to six runs? 
I just don't like. And and uh, Pittman said in the press conference this week that uh, watching them was like they because they had a bye week before Bama, so mm-hmm. they were able to really kind of dig um, uh, into utilize some different different blitz packages versus Bama that they haven't really seen. Mm-hmm. Um, so they put uh, Bryce Young in a lot of pressure, but. And, and, and that is important to note. Like, we're not going to have a surprise coming at us. Because anything they threw at Bama, yeah. we're going to see. And they threw, yeah, the, yeah. they threw the house at Bama. They tried to win that yeah. game, right? Exactly. Uh, and so we know what they can do. We got we got it. We got it. We got it. We have it all down. You know, defensively, offensively, we know, you know, what they're working with here. And, and what they like to call and, and how they want to attack teams. But the question is, you know, can they beat a team that can run the ball at you from 45 different directions, can throw the ball, has a running quarterback? Like, can you beat a team that can do every single thing? Yeah. And that's what you're getting. That's that's the deal with Arkansas. That's what makes us so dangerous. We got, you know, Burks at wide receiver. We got, you know, four awesome Running backs. We got a stable of wide receivers that are very good that can go out there and snag the ball out of the air if you get it close to them. We got a quarterback that's damn accurate with his throws, smart in how he calls plays and what he does, doesn't cause situations that we shouldn't be in, and and and, and calls a very good game. Who can run the ball just as well as the running backs? Yep. Yeah, and you got an offensive line that's healthy, fresh, and they're uh, they're just getting better and better each week. Like that's a it's a and they're uh, monsters. And we're coming, yeah, and we're coming with we're coming with confidence. We're coming with a lot to play for still. We're coming with just uh, I don't think we're satisfied with just six. You know what I mean? I think we're a lot of these players, like some of these guys, like Morgan and um, that stayed for a sixth year. Man. Like you know, they're like a lot. Of, you got some leaders on this team. Uh, we got some veteran guys. We talked about this season. Like when, when if not now? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When, when if not now to like really win some games? Like yeah. this isn't just like we are building the program back up. Uh, I mean, Lesnar, yeah, more Sabilama, but it's like you're like this ain't done. This is like time. Like in the SEC, it's tough. You never know what the hell is going to happen. So you've got the opportunity to win nine or even we can win ten games still this year. Like there's that's still on the table. Mm. Well, here's the thing, man. I think that there's an opportunity here to win some more games. But then there's also the question of like are you happy at six? Did you work so hard to get to six? Was the bowl game like such a big push all year that now you've accomplished it and the players felt like, hey, I've gotten to where I need to get. You know what I mean? Or are you pushing to get further, right? Um, I don't know. The more the more coach wins, the harder it's going to be for him to stick around. You know? You, you win 10 games this year. Eight games this year. There's going to be a hell of a lot more expected of you next year. People are going to be talking about national championships. It's going to be on the damn news. All over the place. ESPN. So, 
you win six, man, everybody's going to be talking about, you know, getting eight, nine wins, you know. We went from we were having, having the year we yeah. could have this year next year. Oh no, man! I don't. I don't think there's no doubt in my mind. They're they're fired up to win more. I hate to put that scenario out there, but it's a good question. You don't know. You like you know. I just Pittman talked so much about how he got the bowl game and was so excited about it. Now I know it's his first you know bowl game or whatnot. I guess as a coach or whatever. That, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what he meant by it. But I almost felt like, I don't know, sometimes when Saban wins and he's just like, yeah, no, I don't care. I just got to go to the next <laughs> game. I don't care oh, about yeah. the whole game. Or the next season. Well, he's a, right? Yeah, Saban's a different animal, though. I mean, he's not even happy when they win the <laughs> national championship. Golly, man. And I'm not trying to be like that. I'm not saying that, you know, I wanted to be like that. But I'm just like... I hope you didn't put like so much pressure just to get that sixth win that like now they got it, they feel like they've accomplished their goals. You know? I couldn't imagine, man. Hell, hell, the coordinators are playing for head coaching job, trying to make themselves look six six win team ain't gonna get them head coaching jobs. That's right. I don't know, man. I think we win it. I don't know. I hope Vegas is right. We're three point favorites. What I got us. I hope we win by more. hope we smack go beat them by 30. We is haven't done that this year, man. SEC game we've been favorites in, and how long has that been? No, we were we were favored against – I think we were favored against uh, – we were definitely favored against Mississippi State by like four and a half or five. Oh, yeah. I think we, might, we were favored against Auburn. Oh, okay. We were we were underdogs. Obviously, we were underdogs against Ole Miss. We were. We were. I remember we were favored against Auburn, and then we lost the damn game and embarrassed our. Yeah, I remember that. So, I'm trying to think. So we've only that's yeah that's the only game we've been a favorite loss this year. But God, man, we played like shit against Auburn. Gotta win good. this game, man. You gotta win this LSU game, man. Yeah, that's big. Seven wins is what that's gonna put you. And you don't have any, you don't I have win. much you don't have much time for wins, right? After this. Because you play Alabama and you're probably not winning, and then you play Mizzou, which is what? That's a win, right? Should be. So But we hadn't beat them. Since we've been in one time since they've been in the SEC, so now you sound like me. No, I'm just—I mean, I expect this. This is not a good Missouri team. I want to whip Bink drunk with. I want to whip drunk with his ass. He's a goober. Look at him. Uh, oh, poor. I want to. I want to whip him, man. We've we've blown a lot of games again. One that one time with uh, 2015, but we've only won one time since they've been in the SEC. We cannot keep losing to Missouri. It's embarrassing. I mean, look at this LSU depth chart before we before we call. It. Let me see if there's anything. Dude, they got Johnson listed as the starter. Brad Johnson Jr. Oh, I was looking at Arkansas. Oh, 
Those are oh, the uh, he said LSU. Oh, Because they had Traylon before him. Now we My got Dominique. Sorry. No, you said LSU death chart. I was like, I thought you were talking about. Sorry, sorry. No, I, I get you. That's my yeah, they've got, they, they still like, nope, Dominic Johnson's definitely starting. Well, here we go, man. I don't know. What do you think? You think we're to. I've got my prediction Arkansas, 30. LSU, 27. Good lord. It's going to be a heart. It's going to be hard on the heart, man. Arkansas. 51. LSU, 45. Oh, boy. Now, that's a shootout. You told me I had a shootout score last week. I predicted 34-24, and you were like, that's... <laughs> Fifty-one forty-five. Now that's, I could see that, man. Our defense is not very. Let's put out. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I picked that. That was dumb, probably. But no one. Do I think they're gonna sling the ball around like that? And you know, I don't know, man. I doubt it. I doubt it. But. It's our luck that they'll have like the best game passing the ball that we've seen them have for the entire damn year or something. And then we'll go out and play a hell of a game and they'll just chase us, you know, chase us score wise. That's what I'm thinking, man. Yeah. I'm thinking it's Death Valley, man. I'm thinking there's some issues with screaming and yelling and. Uh, they're probably going to try to eat more time off the clock. It probably won't be that big of a game. Man, why'd I make that one? Well, how about that Mercer right. game? How about that Mercer game? Making <laughs> Mercer. I don't know. Mercer! Uh, Mercer Bears. Making Georgia. Pull this up. Switch. Put on a new hat. Basketball hat. Mm. Yeah, I mean, look, look, man, we got we got a uh, down at halftime. They went on a fourteen to run run late in the first half. Uh, we're down eight at half. Defense was slow step. Uh, they shot really well from three most of the game. Defense did tighten up at the end, but really closeouts were awful. We weren't fighting through screens. Uh, the rotations need work. The new players are at fault. That's what Must said. Hmm. Not understanding the principles yet. Um, but we came back, scored forty six second half, hmm. uh, one by thirteenths. Must only has about thirty percent of the playbook in, but they won the game. So. Man, 25%, 3 of 12, three-point range. I mean, not bad. I mean, you're not, at least you're not just jacking up threes, right? You know, but in the paint, man, you're horrible. You're 10 of 26 in the paint, 38%. 
you know, 55% free throws. I mean, good Lord, man. That's where you're, like, doing the best, which is, like, you should be, I guess. But, like, golly, you should be putting, you should be putting some numbers up in the paint, man. At least 50% of your damn shots. Yeah, that first, yeah, that first half. I don't even know, the, especially that last line. Sorry, it looked pretty good, but they, I don't, I'm, I don't know, man. We just don't really have a true point guard to run an offense. Uh, a guy playing point guard. Well, I mean, Devontae Davis didn't even. If he's supposed to play point guard, he's got one assist, five turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, J.D. is not point guard. He's taken 26 shots. That's just way too He scores 30. Um, one of not very many players in college basketball I saw some stat, like one of only a couple that scored 30 in the opening. So we need him, and nobody else was doing it. Um, K.K. Robinson got the start, but really do too much. Not really anybody to kind of facilitate. Jalen Williams, the center, was their best passer on the night. So really just sluggish. But again, second half we scored 46, so it kind of came together. It must have been known to do that we all last year. Um, should we Why go listen back to podcast last year and first half are just... Why is Undemade like held out of the game? Why is he only getting seven minutes? Oh, like, that's our, like he's supposed to be minutes? down low, right? Like he's supposed to be our Amude. Um, he's like six six. Um, they went with the small lineup. We really don't. I mean, because Jalen Williams came off the bench. He's six ten. He he started to. He came in and played 30 minutes, but he came off the bench. I think that's because mm-hmm. that he was injured. He's been injured a lot or for most of the practices, but he should start from now on. Okay. Yeah, and Tony, Tony's only 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, but he played kind of a power forward role in that one. He had was the MVP of the game, 7 for 9. Uh, got to line a couple times, 11 rebounds, 18. A lot of uh, second – didn't – didn't run a play for him the entire game, but a lot of second points, um, hustle plays. You know, we outscore him in the paint for the game, thirty-six nine. Uh, mm-hmm. That's pretty good fast break points. Bench scored a little bit, but a lot, a lot, a lot to work on. Nothing impressive. Not a game we're going to talk about. Um, not a classic Razorback game, but I guess we came away with the win. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it looks like uh, looks like we got a good opportunity to, you know, win that thing. Good Lord. You know, 14 fast breaks, you know, 15 second chance points. I mean, we're playing hard, you know. At least, at least you, you got that, right? You're playing a very hard game, and you're not just letting them beat you. So, well, I mean, you won, so obviously you're not letting them beat you. Wins oh, yeah, it's win. better than wins. It's better win, than losing. <laughs> that happens. I mean, that happens. It's going to happen. College basketball. There's a lot of parity in it. Uh, mm-hmm. There's teams that's ranked or high major teams that's lost to um, some of these smaller schools. Uh, Mercer's a veteran team. You know, they don't have a bunch of newcomers like we got. We don't have. They don't have uh, three out of four of their starters. New guys that didn't play together last year. So it's again, I mean, Conley warned about this last week. Like it's gonna take some time. Doesn't mean I want to see any losses. 
Doesn't mean there's really any good excuses. The time is now. We're ranked number 16 in the nation. There's no excuses. Yeah. Well, just get your playbook in, Coach. Get it on in. You won. It's okay. Nobody's mad at you, but get your damn playbook in. We don't want to hear how they're not, you know, together and ready to go by the time we get down this Kansas State game. You got got two more games to fix it all. And then you got to win some big-time games, man. Yeah, you've got two (laughs) more chances. you got two chances. No, that's that's definitely a big deal. we got two more chances. Gardner-Webb at home this Saturday at 2 p.m. you got Northern Mm -hmm. Iowa next Wednesday night. And then you're going to Kansas. Yeah. A mini-tournament to Kansas State and then Cincinnati or Illinois. So you cannot lose these next two games. You have to win and get better. What do you know about Gardner-Webb and Northern Iowa? I don't know nothing about either of these teams, if I'm being honest with you. Um, I tried to look up a little bit. Gardner-Webb lost their first game the other night against UNLV, mm-hmm. um, which UNLV is a better, a better basketball uh, school. Um, they had a chance to beat UNLV on the road. They were down three. Had four free throws at the end after a technical foul, only made one, so they blew a chance at the end. But they kept battling back. Um, they got a Kareem Reed um, threat down low. You know, I saw where their best shooters are Terry and Sears, but they were be the best shooters, but they were 0 for 9 the other day. Uh, Demarion Williams. I had a double-double. 11-15 last year. Tim Kraft is a coach in his ninth season. They've had seven winning seasons. Probably the biggest thing that's had seven winning seasons this first eight years. Hmm. And they returned nine guys. So, uh, pretty solid for that. I mean, a smaller conference. Mm-hmm. Smaller conference team. But um, we did this last year. Arkansas did a really good job of scheduling teams in those smaller conferences that we're going to win. And they're not terrible on the RPI net rankings. Mm-hmm. For the resume that really counts in the yeah. NCAA tournament selection, in Northern Iowa they lost to Vermont tonight. Game, so they're zero and two. I know less about them. Um, didn't have time to get a, to get a chance to watch or kind of look at. It's harder than these schools, but we should. It's, it's, it's Vermont we should typically has well. a really good. Vermont typically has yeah. a really good basketball team. So. Yeah, they're they're my second favorite uh, college basketball program. They're always mm-hmm. always really good. Always, uh, always like the Catamounts, but they, yeah, they went on the road at and won. Northern Iowa's been in the tournament. They knocked off Texas a couple years ago in the tournament. Uh, they're in the Missouri Valley Conference, which is a really good mid-major basketball conference. So, um, the both teams are going to try to bring it, but we, these mm-hmm. are teams we should beat pretty good. All right. Should we, uh, I guess we should throw a score up for both of these since we're going to. I'll let you go first on the Gardner-Webb this time. The Gardner-Webb Bulldog. Gardner-Webb Bulldog. Let's go 84. 62. Ooh, I like it. That's a. Damn. Now I got to pick. That's a great score. I don't know. I like that, man. (laughs) I like that score. I do. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go in Gardner Webb. I'll go seventy nine to sixty one. Nice. 
Um, Northern Iowa. Oh. Northern Iowa, I'm going to go 86 to... Man, um, I'm going to go 86 to 64. I'm going to go 73 to 63. Okay. Pretty good. All right. Well, then we squeeze on over here to uh, hockey, and they haven't <laughs> updated the damn website. Which I don't know why you can't like go update your stuff so we can talk about things. But I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, and I'm just going off the top of my head here. But I'm pretty sure they won this Missouri State game, um, and and are, are still undefeated. Yeah, I'm trying to find this. I'm it's not probably on their him. Twitter. I mean, if you wanted to like dig into it, and it's not on their website for sure. But I bet it's on their tweet face or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna look at their tweet face. Um, goodness gracious, I can find it. Um, let's see. Okay, so we did go three and zero in the route six, route sixty six showcase. So Sunday we won five to one. Doesn't really say who we won against. Um, uh, goodness gracious! Uh, one two and oh no what? We won three to two over New Mexico on Saturday, and then Miami Ohio. On then Friday oh that's who we beat on Sunday. Um, yeah. And then Friday Butler. Uh, yeah, we we led five nothing. That was the last update, but so beat him by a lot. Really, be beat Butler's ass. <laughs> the Bulldogs. Good <laughs> lord, update your website. Come on. Stats. There's still no stats. But here's the thing, man. We're going to play Nebraska. We're going to play Kansas. You know, I mean, we're going to play UNT in Missouri. Like, we got our toughest games now, right? Uh, and and I'm Butler, New Mexico, Miami, Ohio, those are good games. All right, those are good games. Those aren't, like, bad games. But now, you know, you're going to play Nebraska. You're going to play Kansas. You know, you're going to conference games, and you've got to win these conference games. Yeah, that's a big game. Um, I apologize. Um, I like the matchup with Nebraska. Cornhuskers. Man. The Cornhuskers. Yeah, so, yeah, you, like you were saying, man, it's such a crazy season that it goes from September to <laughs> March. Uh, <laughs> okay, so... So there's conference opponents and there's division games. What's the difference? Well, I believe that like the conference, you, you win your conference and then you get to be in the the playoffs or whatever. But then I believe you're also in a division where if you win so many games within a division that you can also make the playoff without winning the conference. I, uh, I believe that's how that works. Okay, okay, okay. So... Reason I ask is okay. So Nebraska, okay. 
So Nebraska and Kansas. Man, there are some. I mean, these are all big games, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Well, Nebraska, they've only had, what, two losses this year, right? So, like, they oh, wow. beat, like, Kansas. They beat, you know, Iowa State. They beat uh, University of Nebraska, o- Omaha, which, you know, Creighton, which, you know, I mean, when you look at it, like, you know, their toughest game is the University of Kansas game. And then everything else is kind of those filler type games, right? <clears throat> and they take a loss to the Iowa State University, which is, you know, I mean, if you're losing to Iowa State University, we could probably beat you at the University of Arkansas. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, and then you lose the University of Kansas. You know, they win the series, but they lose one of the games. I want to find some standings here so we really know what kind of shaking. Realignment, yeah. I don't know about the realignment. I don't know the standings. I don't know what the standings are. That's a good question. Okay, well, we're not in the gold standings. Okay. Got it. So in the... uh, Yeah, let me make sure we're not in any of these. Okay, yeah, yeah, here we go, here we go. Um, All right. So in the south... Okay, okay, okay. So in the oh, I get it. It's interesting too. Nebraska is also going to play the University of Arkansas, who has a hockey team, and they 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 um, are going to play the um, what was it? Uh, Missouri. That's what I was going to say. It's Missouri State uh, University, and I I didn't realize that Missouri was in you know their Division, their conference or whatever. I think it's a conference okay. game, right? Yeah. Okay. Here, here's the deal. This is a good. This is, this is where it's at, man. This is the kind of stuff the Razorback Hockey website needs to. Uh, man, I, I just, I might just need an update for them. Um. All right. So in this uh, silver division. Okay. So we're no. Okay. Whatever. So in the South Division mm-hmm. of the conference, we we lead three. We we got three. Three wins, no losses, and that's just that's not counting non non division or non. What the hell? Okay. Well, anyways, we lead the division. Well, the, Missouri State's three and two, but they got as many points as we do. Anyways, we're three and zero. Oh. Nebraska's four and zero oh in the Central Division, and then so. And Missouri State's got like a good program. They got really good. No, I, I know, but they've like in the, the points, like they're three and two, three wins, two losses. We're three wins, zero losses, but we're tied in points six. At six points. Okay. I don't matter. What the hell? This is weird. And then they don't play Missouri while we do. So that's that's interesting, too. They, yeah. They do play. Okay, so Dort. So their division, the central division is Nebraska, Dort, State, Creighton, and Kansas. Our division, South Division, is Arkansas, Missouri State, Mizzou, Dallas Baptist, and North Texas. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the North Division and West Division. That's cool, man. Wow, those conference games are big. So this is it's a conference game, but it's not division. So, okay, so no wonder. Wow, 
it'll be interesting to see how it all shakes up at the end of the year too. Because I mean that 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 team down there, the uh, uh, University of Tampa team, is a really good hockey team, also, which is it's just crazy, right? And so like they've like won the championship like a couple times, so it's a uh, there's a chance that we could wind up, you know, in the playoffs playing like one of the most historic teams. So, I don't know. That'd be interesting to see how that goes. Yeah, it would be. But it's still exciting. Long way to go, but we're looking in the uh, standings. But good luck to him this weekend against Nebraska. Yeah, you got to take it one game at a time, man. They got it, man. They got that. I think the jerseys are on sale for the next four days. So if you're going to get you one. Go uh, go to their Twitter page. That's where you'll find that at. It's not on their website, of course. Nothing's on their website. Uh, but go to their Twitter page and you can get you a jersey for the next four days. I it says open until November 10th. So they, uh, wow, okay. Well, I guess that's shut down. Never mind. Yesterday was their last day. For now, it said they're going to do it again. Um, I like the collar. I'm just looking at seeing a picture of it. Hopefully like, they'll put a hog. Of it says, we'll fix up. I feel it like it be... needs a hog on the front. Like where the numbers are, Yeah, needs to be a hog. I feel like you do that and you got yourself a product to sell to the crowd. Right? But I think with the numbers on the front, it's kind of bland, man. Yeah. Still sweet, but... Uh... I, I mean, it's cool. I it's like cool. It. Like I'm not saying hog. it ain't cool. Like, for the, I'm just thinking a hog on the front would be off the chain. That's all. For sure. Well, how how did we do in the pick'em last week? All right. Ooh, I'm not sure you want to ask. Um, <sighs> what you went last week? It wasn't either of Brian Sweets. You went five and nine. So you're sitting at seventy four and fifty six. I went I didn't do much better. I went six and and I'm seventy eight and fifty two. Good. That was Lord. an awful week for us. I hope nobody hope nobody was listening <laughs> to this and be like, All right, wow, these guys have really good records. Pick them this year. I'm in Vegas, I'm gonna put a whole bunch of money on the judge. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. Well, you gotta yeah, put 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 your money on this week's and we'll win it back. If you've been putting it on all year, you've won more than you'd lost. So that's your fault for just picking one week. It's <laughs> not how it works. That's true. That's true. That's true. You pick every game we pick all year long, put a hundred dollars on each game, you're gonna win more money and you're gonna lose at the end of the year. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Just maybe. Just maybe. All right. You ready for this week? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Bum, bum, the hog. Call pick em. I don't know why I created my own theme song 10, 11 weeks in. I think I've done that before. I think I did a couple of weeks ago. I did the same thing. <laughs> The uh, hog call pick'em. Everybody stand by for the pick'em. Pick'em, pick'em, pick'em.
First up, Wyoming at Boise State. Uh, let's go Wyoming. Okay. I like that pick a lot. Um, but I'm going to go Boise. Really? On that blue field. Um, Mississippi State at Auburn. Uh, Mississippi State. Okay. I'll go Mississippi State as well. Um, let's see here. Michigan at Penn State. Let's go Michigan. Yeah, I'll go Michigan as well. Um, Oklahoma at Baylor. Oklahoma. I'll go Oklahoma as well. Um, Syracuse at Louisville. Um, Syracuse. Let's go Syracuse. Okay, I'll go Louisville. There. Um, if UCF UCF at SMU. Um. I'm going to go with UCF. Okay. Good pick. I'll go SMU. Mm. Well, uh, well, I don't know how this is going to go, but might as well pick it. Georgia at Tennessee. Georgia. Georgia as well. <laughs> <laughs> I said last week I was like, uh, oh, wow, we're going to pick in Florida at South Carolina. It's South I smoked Florida, so it's like, well, I'm just gonna include this game just in case. Might as well, might as well. Uh, uh, Purdue at Ohio State. Ohio State. Okay. I'm gonna go Purdue. That's a just ballsy. Hope. That's a ballsy move, dude. Oh, it's very ballsy. Good lord, uh, Purdue. They've got the Boilermakers. Their mascots, the Boilermakers. They've got two top five wins this year. The hell is a Boilermaker? Is that like a... A drink. Is it... They're, they're, they're a drink? The Boilermaker? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I no, think I've are. heard of that drink before. It's a beer cocktail, isn't it? Is it? Where you put the shot inside and then... Mm-hmm. Yeah. And hammer it back? Isn't that what that is? Their mascot doesn't look like it, but... It could be like a corporate slave. Like somebody that's okay. working in a some sort of a factory. Some sort of corporate yeah, slave type. Hot by one of them. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the hell a Boilermaker is. <laughs> Minnesota at Iowa. Let's go with Iowa. I'll go Iowa as well. Um, if Dauber were UAB, there, I'd go with Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> UAB at Marshall. <laughs> Marshall. <laughs> I'll go Marshall at home too. That's a big matchup at Conference USA. Um, Miami at Florida State. Uh, Miami. I'll go Miami as well. 
Maryland at Michigan State. Um, Michigan State. I'll go Michigan State too. South Carolina at Missouri. Oh boy. South Carolina. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go South Carolina there too. Um, Texas A&M at Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Yeah, I'll go Ole Miss at home too. I should have went Texas A&M though. You still can. No, I already made my pick. NC State at Wake Forest. NC State. Okay, I'll go Wake Forest here. Um. Oh boy. Oh, Utah State at San Jose State. We'll finish there. Utah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'll go Utah State as well. I don't think Nick Stark always kind of lost after the first game. And that's it for the pick'em. That's it for the pick'em. Pick'em, pick'em, pick'em. Fantasy. Man. Let's do it. I don't think I'm doing too well in this. this you didn't want me to bring it up, did you? I don't think it's my. <laughs> it's not been my best year, man. All right. Let's look at. Let's look at the matchups from last week. I know. Do. If Tim can get to him, we're just a lot of dead air. All right, here we go. So last week, let's look at the live scoring. All right, I lost. Got my butt beat to run like a Razorback, two hundred seven to one fifty nine. Whoa! Uh, in other games. Good lord. Where are the other games? Two hundred and seven to a hundred and fifty nine. Good lord! Well, just demolished. I did get demolished. Where's all the other games? Why is it just me? You don't have the. Yes. I, where is it at? What's going on? Have you got hacked? I think I did. Okay, let's look at the standings then. <laughs> Big Wiener Bandits. Oh, I bet Matt's happy. He is on top again. Is he really? Not me on top. A Big Wiener Bandits, 8 and 2. First place. The, when you bribe the commissioner with tickets to the game, it tends to happen already. <laughs> Pit boss me is second. Uh, Run like Razorback third. Team Evie Dobb is fourth. Hog call sitting outside the playoff pitcher at four and six. Outside of four and six. Yeah. Uh, Hogster almost three and seven. I so had, yeah, it wasn't a good year for me, man. I don't. I you may be eliminated. I think uh eliminated. I think this is the last week, man. I don't know if you can down hundred and fifty points to E V Dobb. I might be able to though. 
Let's make a couple moves. But there we are. Matchups for hit ball. Florida Hog versus Evie Dobb. Florida Hog needs to beat Evie Dobb there for you to win. Playoffs Hog Call versus number one team, Big Wiener Bandits. Run like a Razorback versus Maynard. Man, I can't. It was a good year, but I think next year is going to be better. I think it's going to, like, we're going to have even more people in it, and it's going to be oh, better. Yeah. And I know I'm probably just bitter because I'll, you know, I'm out of it or whatever, but still, man. <laughs> That's all right. It kind of happened. Oh well. Well, I guess that's uh, I guess that's about all I got. I don't, I don't have anything else. I think that is it for me. We how's the hell? Thank y'all for listening. Glad we got some wins to talk about. Makes everything a little bit better. Gotta win this game. Got to win this LSU game. It's a must win. I I hope we got our point across when we said that it is a must win game. And if we do not win this game, that we are going to be disappointed as fans. The most disappointed I've been all year if we don't win this one. Like, it'll be a heartbreaker if we don't win this game. Yeah, it will be tough. It'd be Especially like losing the a Missouri game, dude, at the end of the year, really. Honestly. Oh, God. That'll just... This one will hurt. A different kind of hurt. Missouri, I'll just be off. Ruin my whole weekend. Woo-pig suey. Go Hogs. <laughs>